0: Treasures from God's work, and and there would be one offering, that so we can sing. Hi, I'm Peanut and welcome to Treasures from the Bible. Today we're going to the Farmer's Market in New Garden and then we'll be at the G's for our weekly Bible study. There sure are a lot of people here. Everybody comes here because the food is fresh and grown here locally. They're also probably hungry. That's why I'm here. Do they sell any bacon or eggs at this place?
1: Joey, I think I see some eggs right over there. Look, next to the tomatoes and carrots. Wow, that is a big vegetable stand.
0: I want to buy some for my family. My dad and I like to dunk our toast in the yellow egg yolks. What do you do with the white part of the egg? We eat it later.
1: Joey, I just have to meet your father. In fact, I can always get along with a fellow egg yolk dunker.
0: I told him all about you, and he wants to meet you, too. I love my eggs that way, too. Runny. I don't. I like them hard-boiled.
1: Lizzie, honey, why don't we have everyone over for eggs and toast on one of these Saturday mornings? In fact, we'll do some serious dunking.
0: That sounds like fun, Dad.
1: Joey, maybe I'll have a chance to meet your father.
0: Oh, they would like that. My dad says food tastes better when it's cooked by someone else. Mice cream, come back here. Oh, no! Look, mice cream is running across the vendor's tables.
1: Hey, little fella, you need to stay with us. That dog wasn't going to hurt you.
2: Hi, everybody. Come on in. Guess
0: where we went. We'll give you ten tries to guess where we were this morning. And you'll probably never guess, but oh well.
2: Wait a minute. Are you telling me that Mrs. G and I get ten tries to guess where all of you went this morning?
3: Well, that's quite a challenge. But we're up to it. (laughs) Yep, this is going to be fun. (laughs) (laughs) They sure were intent on testing your guessing skills
1: but we warned them that you didn't fall off the turnip truck yesterday.
2: Oh, okay. I don't even
0: know what that means. But it probably means you're adults and know things about life.
2: <laughs> Thanks for the vote of confidence. But for me personally, I find I'm routinely having to learn again what I thought I already knew. I can relate to that.
3: Me too. Say, where's Joey and my ice cream?
1: Oh, I know. He had to drop something off at his parents' house. And he'll be right
2: over. Okay, do we get to make the first guess?
3: Sure, but remember, you can
0: only have ten tries. This game is going to be so much fun.
3: Let's see. Were you in the United States? Yes.
2: (laughs) Uh, were you in Denver visiting Lizzie's grandparents?
3: No, that would take a long time to do that. Were you in Dexterville, visiting Aline's parents? Nope, they're on vacation anyway. That's three. You only have seven guesses left.
2: Okay, I think we have to lock down a general location. Were you in the tri-state area?
0: That would be a yes to that one.
3: They're not going to get it. <laughs> My turn. Were you in Newgarden? Yes.
2: Were you at school helping Mrs. Smith with her classroom?
3: No, that's
0: not it. That's six. You only have four more guesses. Hmm.
3: Were you at the library? We were not at the library.
2: Honey, this is getting intense. We only have three guesses left. Okay. Um, were you at the swimming pool?
3: No way. I have an idea. Were you at one of the parks? Nope. They're not going to get it. We're
0: going to win. We're going to be the champions of the guessing game. You only have one try left, Mr. and Mrs. G. Choose wisely.
2: Okay, wait a minute. Can Mrs. G and I have a time out to talk about our last guess?
0: Hmm. What do you think, Lizzie? Sure, why not? Okay, but I don't know if a time out can help you win now. The kids are going to beat the grown-ups.
2: While Mrs. G and I talk it over, our listeners can listen to this song.
3: This is that Moses whispered unto the children of To him in the Mount Sinai, and with our fathers who receive
0: a lively oracle to give unto us.
3: Alright, do you have your last guess? This will be guess number 10. Win or lose, we have our last guess.
2: Here it goes. Were you at the farmer's market on the square? Now that's
1: a comeback if I ever saw one.
0: I'd say you won. You guessed right.
3: I don't believe it. How did you figure it out? The blue bag behind Lizzie's back is the color of bags the vendors use at the market.
1: That was well done, Mrs. G, using the clues that were presented to you to solve the guessing game.
3: All in a day's work, we raised our own kids, which gave us lots of experience. I knew I should have put the bag in a suitcase. (laughs)
2: <laughs> Hi Joy, you're just in time. Come on in and have a seat. Hi my scream. How you doing? You good little girl.
0: Okay, how you doing? Hi everybody. Sorry I'm late.
2: Well, are we ready to start our Bible study? Rudy's out back playing with the new dog we bought him for his birthday.
0: A new dog? That's great. What did he name him?
2: His name is Duke, and he's very frisky.
3: I'll call Rudy. Rudy, we're starting the Bible study, hun. Do I have to, Grandma? I'm having so much fun playing with Duke. Come on, young man, right now. After the Bible study, I'm sure that Lizzie, Joey, and Peanut will want to meet Duke. Oh, okay. I'll be right there.
2: Mark, would you be willing to pray for us as we begin to study God's Word, the Bible?
1: Sure, shall we pray? Heavenly Father, we are truly awed as we look at your power to design and create this earth an incredible universe, and especially the enormous task of the Lord Jesus suffering the equivalent of hell to save those you have chosen. In Jesus' name, amen.
2: Thank you, Mark. Today the plan is to look a bit at the children of Israel and how God pictures some of them as born-again believers. Rudy, will you read our memory verse today? Sure.
0: Acts seven thirty eight. This is he that was in the church in the wilderness with the angel which spake to him in the Mount Sinai, and with our fathers who received the lively oracles to give
2: unto us. Thanks, Rudy. If you recall, Joseph was sold into the land of Egypt to Potiphar, who was one of the chief officers of Pharaoh, the ruler of Egypt. Peanut, will you read Genesis 46, verses 2
0: and 3? Sure. Genesis 46, verses 2 and 3. Here we go. And God spake unto Israel in the visions of the night and said, Jacob, Jacob... And he said, Here am I. And he said, I am God, the God of thy father. Fear not to go down into Egypt, for I will there make of thee a great nation.
2: Mrs. Smith, I mean Aline, would you read Genesis 46, 5 through 7? And Jacob
3: rose up from Beersheba, and the sons of Israel carried Jacob their father and their little ones and their wives in the wagons which Pharaoh had sent to carry him. And they took their cattle and their goods which they had gotten in the land of canaan and came into egypt jacob and all his seed with him his sons and his son's sons with him his daughters and his son's daughters and all his seed brought he with him into egypt why did
0: god send jacob and his family into egypt isn't that in africa
2: yes lizzie egypt is in the north of africa To answer your first question, though, is a bit harder. On the surface, we know that God sent them to Egypt because there was a great famine in Israel. And we can always say it was God's plan, but more specifically, God shows us more of His great power and patience and mercy. Remember the children of Israel are a picture of the true believers and God shows how He cares for them and corrects them and tests His people. Honey, would you read Romans nine seventeen through 18? Sure, dear. For
3: the Scripture saith unto Pharaoh, Even for this same purpose have I raised thee up, that I might show my power in thee, and that my name might be declared throughout all the earth. Therefore hath he mercy on whom he will have mercy, and whom he will, he hardeneth.
2: Lizzie, can you read Exodus 1, 6-7?
3: All right. Exodus
0: 1, verse 6-7. And Joseph died, and all his brethren, and all that generation. And the children of Israel were fruitful, and increased abundantly, and multiplied, and waxed, exceeding mighty, and the land was filled with them.
2: Rudy, will you read verse 8?
0: Okay. Now there arose up a new king over Egypt, which knew not Joseph.
2: And Mark, could you take verses 9 through 11? I can do that. Exodus 1,
1: verses 9 through 11. And he said unto his people, Behold, the people of the children of Israel are more and mightier than we, Come on, let us deal wisely with them, lest they multiply, and it come to pass that when there falleth out any war, they will join also unto our enemies and fight against us, and so get them up out of the land. Therefore they did set over them taskmasters to afflict them with their burdens, and they built for Pharaoh treasure cities, Pithom and Ramses. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were grieved because of the children of Israel.
2: And Joy, how about verses 12 and 13 for you?
0: Sure. Exodus 1, verse 12 and 13. But the more they afflicted them, the more they multiplied and grew, and they were grieved because of the children of Israel. And the Egyptians made the children of Israel to serve with rigor.
2: God caused a baby to be born, and he was named Moses. God's hand of protection was on Moses, even though Pharaoh had charged the people to cast all the male babies into the river. Was there another time when it was commanded for children to be killed?
0: Sure, when the Lord Jesus was born, and King Herod ordered that all the children under two years old to be killed. Nice going, Peanut.
2: That's right, and God used Moses as well as others as pictures or reminders of the Lord Jesus Christ. At that time, 3,500 years ago, the Israelites were God's special people, and Moses, one of the Israelites, was chosen to lead them out from under their bondage to Pharaoh in Egypt. Did
0: Jesus lead his people away from Pharaoh too?
2: Well, since the Lord Jesus is God, Lizzie, he did guide Moses and the multitude of people out of Egypt escaping from Pharaoh. But Jesus the Savior had an infinitely harder task because he had to take his children from their bondage to sin and spiritual death to freedom and eternal life in heaven by saving them. God saves each one he chooses at the time he chooses. The Bible says he saves some even before they are born. And we'll end with this verse. Lizzie, would you read Isaiah eleven sixteen, please? Sure, Mr.
0: G. Isaiah eleven sixteen, And there shall be an highway for the remnant of his people, which shall be left from Assyria, like as it was to Israel in the day that he came up out of the land of Egypt. Wait, isn't Jesus the highway to eternal life?
2: You're absolutely right, Lizzie. But you know what? We've come to the end of our program.
0: We hope you enjoyed it. If you have any questions or comments, Or if you'd like a free audio CD of any of these programs, please write to Treasures from the Bible in care Family Radio, Oakland, California, 9461, USA.
2: May God richly bless you with His salvation.
0: Thanks for listening, and be sure and tune in next week when we'll learn something new from the Bible, God's Holy Word. Bye!